What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 64 for the week of May 14th, 2023. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my fabulous co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Be sure to follow along each and every week, and we're going to keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, Season 2 of The Bear has uh, got its uh, Hulu premiere date uh, set. Uh, Disney has also announced a price increase is coming for the streamer's ad tier plan. Disney Plus and Hulu will also be combined into one app later this year. Kind of felt like that was headed that way. A uh, whole bunch more uh, news coming out this week. We're going to discuss these stories let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment, where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you Welcome back, everybody. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include all episodes of the Disney Plus original series, The Muppets Mayhem, and the Disney Plus original movie, Crater. Uh, We've also got new episodes that continue to release for National Geographic's A Small Light in the U.S., the U.K., and our friends down under in Australia. On Disney Plus in the U.S., Spider-Man, Homecoming, and Venom are now streaming. On Hulu in the U.S., we've got Season 3 of The Great now available. On Hulu in the U.S., on Disney Plus in Canada, uh, the first two episodes of FX's Class of 09, uh, the limited series thriller from Tom Rob Smith starring Brian Tyree and Kate Mara are now streaming. Uh, Later in this episode, we're going to talk about the big release uh, from last week, which is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which you can now find in theaters. And uh, spoiler alert, without a spoiler, I liked it a lot. Uh, But up first, and I've talked about this before, I still have not gone back and done it. Uh, we've got the the re- release date on Hulu for season two of The Bear. I still owe myself, you know, the the the, the time to go back and watch. Like I think I missed like the last five or six episodes of the season one of The Bear. I really liked it. I just haven't done it. I will do that before <laughs> season two premieres. But when is that? How yeah, much time do I have? Yeah, you've got a little bit of time, but I'm going to join you on that one. So FX has announced that the second season of the acclaimed show The Bear. We'll begin streaming on Hulu on Thursday, June 22nd. All 10 episodes will drop at once. Um, you know, This is the restaurant comedy series. It's about food, family, the insanity of the grind, the beauty of sense of urgency, and the steep, slippery downsides. This is also going to be coming to Disney Plus internationally. However, release date for the other regions has not been announced yet. Uh, episode, or I should say season one, uh, is now streaming on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus internationally. So we got like roughly like five or six weeks to make yeah. that happen. I, I think there's enough time for it. There, I think they're only like roughly half hour episodes, so we can do it. Uh, that that show was really good. What I did see and super super authentic to what they were trying to do. Like if you ever worked in a restaurant, 
you'll feel right at home watching that. Uh, you almost feel like a sense of anxiety how, how they <laughs> nailed that if you've ever worked in that uh, fast-paced field. Uh, but up next, Disney Plus, big surprise. They've announced a price increase. It's coming for the uh, ad tier plan uh, show. Do we know when this is going to happen? Yeah, so during the le- uh, latest quarterly earnings co- conference call, Disney's chief executive officer, Bob Iger, revealed an upcoming price hike for the Disney Plus ad tier plan. This was introduced last December. Um, the ad-supported Disney Plus basic tier is currently priced at $7.99 per month, while the ad-free subscription option is offered at $10.99. So the new price for the ad-supported tier remains uncertain. They did not say what that's going to go up to, um, and we don't know when exactly that is going to happen, but uh, you know, definitely by the end of the year. There's not a real big difference in pricing between mm-hmm. the ad tier and the, the, the premium version now. So, I mean, I bet it's going to be $9.99, and then further on down the road, but who's going to pay nine ninety nine if it's only ten ninety nine for no ads? So there's more price. That what that tells me is that there's more there's, price there's, increases there's, coming yeah, there's, uh, there's for, for the premiere. Absolutely. Uh, finally, uh, Hulu is uh, going to be combined into one app with Disney Plus this or later this year. That that's what's happening. Yeah. So Disney is going to roll out a single streaming app. It will feature programming from Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. This is going to happen by the end of the year in the United States. This was announced by Bob Iger on that latest uh, quarterly results call. And he called it a logical progression of our DTC offerings. Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus will continue to be available as standalone services. Um, The three have been offered as a bundle since 2020 with the combo package credited with driving subscriber acquisition across all three services. I'm actually glad that they're doing that because the three different things just put it all together. And you've kind of seen that with some of the other streamers like uh, Paramount Plus and Showtime, I think, have kind mm-hmm. of like combined all of that. So, I mean, it just it it makes, makes it easier sense. for everyone. Yep. And you, your, your, your login or, or your subscription that you have will give you access to the different areas within the app. Just makes it easier for everybody. Uh, so easy that even I could figure it out. As a reminder, you can find links to all of the articles that we've talked about and everything else that we're going to talk about on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. Michelle, it's been a while uh, since we've done this. I hope that uh, your lips are loose and you're ready to go because uh, we've got 10 minutes and we've got 10 news blast stories to get through and you got to go first. So crack your knuckles and get going. The Walt Disney Company reported a 4 million Disney Plus subscriber loss for the fiscal second quarter of 2023. This marks the streamer's second consecutive quarterly drop after closing 2022. Disney Plus now has 157.8 million subscribers globally. That's down over 4 million subscribers from 161.8 million subscribers last quarter. According to Variety, the second sub-drop was driven by 4.6 million sequential decline at Disney Plus Hotstar, the version of the service offered in India and parts of Southeast Asia. It is also noted that Hulu gained 200,000 in the quarter to stand at 48.2 million, and ESPN Plus has increased by 400,000 to 25.3 million. 
it's kind of a big loss, but they were also like, I remember when they've talked about that in the past, that they were kind of like exceeding their initial expectations mm-hmm. on growth. So mm-hmm. uh, it remains to be saying that I, I know it's challenging times out there for all of these different companies with subscribers that are doing these streaming services. Uh, also in that recent uh, earnings call, uh, Disney's CEO Bob Iger announced that the ad supported tier is set to launch in Europe by the end of this year. Uh, the advertising supported tier was introduced in December of this last year, and it was disclosed last year that Disney Plus planned to expand this ad-based tier to the international markets uh, in 2023. Obviously, no pricing details have been announced. Again, uh, $10.99 is for that Disney Plus premium, and the basic is $7.99. When that goes up, that premium's definitely uh, going to kick up a notch, too. Searchlight Pictures has released a new trailer for the upcoming movie, Flamin' Hot, which is set to premiere on both Hulu and Disney Plus in the U.S., on june 9th the film will also debut on star plus in latin america and disney plus internationally on the same day flaming hot is the inspiring true story of the frito-lay janitor who channeled his mexican-american heritage and upbringing to turn the iconic flaming hot cheetos into a snack that disrupted the food industry and became a global pop pop culture phenomenon. So you can check out the trailer on the website. We also have some posters up there as well. Um, The cast includes Jesse Garcia, Annie Gonzalez, Dennis Haysbert, uh, Emilio Rivera, Matt Walsh, uh, Bobby Soto, plenty more, and it looks really good. I still kind of have a hard time believing it's a thing, but uh, it is kind of a a cool story. Uh, Yeah. So Disney Plus has just uh, debuted the trailer for the highly anticipated brand new original series, The Full Monty, from the makers of the iconic BAFTA award-winning movie. This eight-part series is going to premiere exclusively on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus in many countries, including the U.K., Ireland, Canada, and Australia on Wednesday, June 14th of 2023. This is taking place 25 years after the original British smash hit. Uh, the series will follow the same band of brothers as they navigate the post-industrial city of Sheffield and society's crumbling healthcare, education, and employment sectors. The comedy drama will uncover what happened to the gang after they put their kit back on, exploring their brighter, sillier, and more desperate moments. It will also highlight how the fiercely funny world of these working-class heroes still residing in Sheffield has changed in the intervening decades. I remember that being a pretty big hit back in the day, but I never actually saw it myself. I didn't either. um, But I, I know that there's a lot of people looking forward to that. Your turn, Michelle. Disney Onyx Collective's comedy pilot Deli Boys from 20th Television has been ordered to series. Brian George has also been added as a series regular. The half-hour, 10-episode series is about a pair of pampered Pakistani-American brothers whose convenience store father dies and are then forced to reckon with their Baba's secret life of crime. So the cast includes Asif Ali and Sagar Shahi in the lead roles. You know I have a problem pronouncing names. So So happy that that's on you and not me. This show is expected to stream on Hulu in the U.S. and Disney Plus internationally. Pampered Pakistani. Pampered Pakistani. Uh, Marvel Studios, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. And I contributed to this. It topped the global box office in its opening weekend, earning $118.4 million domestically and $170.9 million internationally for a combined total of... 
Let me plug that into the calculator because I couldn't do that on my own. $289.3 million. This is, uh, it also posted the highest IMAX global opening of 2023 with 25 million and had the highest debut of the franchise. Um, this film is now the 32nd consecutive MCU film uh, to debut at number one at the domestic box office with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 MCU titles now account for six of the 12 movies that have opened to $100 plus million since the start of the pandemic era. Well-deserved. Marvel's upcoming Daredevil Born Again series for Disney Plus has suspended production for the rest of the week due to the WGA strike. Um, it's unclear at this time when production will resume, but a targeted picketing campaign by the WGA uh, East has made a significant impact on the New York set. Um, it was shut down uh, for one day. They were expected to resume, and then they were shut down the very next day. Um, filming on the project began about two months ago, and it's expected to continue through November of this year. Um, this is an 18-episode uh, series, or f the season one will consist of 18 episodes, and it's slated to premiere on Disney Plus in spring 2024. Hey, I got to support the uh, the writers on this. I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know all of the uh, you know specifics of everything, but. Uh... These shows are nothing without them. So, yeah. uh, you know, if they need more money, pay them some more money. Like, they're, they're, look, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy made $289 million. That should be enough to throw some extra around. Last year, Family Matters alum Jaleel White was rumored to have joined a Star Wars project, and I kind of remember talking about this. Mm -hmm. uh, and now the actor has confirmed that he will be appearing in the upcoming Disney Plus uh, series Star Wars Skeleton Crew. White was, uh, he actually revealed this news when he was recently attending an Edmonton Oilers NHL game where he stopped by the Sportsnet broadcast table for a short interview. And in the interview, which was shared on Twitter by at ZJ Lang, uh, White said, oh, wow, I'm actually going to be on a new series on Disney Plus starring Jude Law called Skeleton Crew. Seems like confirmation to me. Uh, so that's a big change for me, man. I had to do two hours of makeup every day. I get to be a pirate. Very cool. He also revealed that, well, this isn't set in stone, that the series is coming out in November or December on Disney+. Plus. feel like he maybe wasn't supposed to say that, <laughs> but... Okay, so Searchlight Pictures has released the teaser trailer for Poor Things, which will be released in theaters on September 8th. Um, this is a movie, uh, it's an incredible tale and fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist Dr. Godwin Baxter. Under Baxter's protection, Bella is eager to learn, hungry for the worldliness she is lacking. Uh, Bella runs off with Duncan Wedderburn, a slick and uh, debauched lawyer in a whirlwind adventure across the continents. Um, this stars Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, William Defoe, uh, Rami Youssef, and more. You can check out that teaser trailer on our website. Nice cast there. Finally, for me, in news that you didn't realize that you needed in your life, Disney is developing a sequel to Freaky Friday with talks of Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis returning to the project. 
Uh, this sequel is in the works at Disney, with Lohan and Curtis expected to reprise their roles as mother-daughter duo Anna and Tess Coleman, Variety reports. Elise Hollander uh, from Blacklist, It Was Romance, and An Ode to Demons is supposedly penning the script. Uh, Disney's Freaky Friday was released all the way back in 2003. So wow, a long time. Didn't didn't ever expect a, another one of those with those two, but more power to them for doing it. I'll check it out. It, it, that, I'll check it out when it's on Disney Plus. I'm probably not going to see that in the theaters. Anyway, it is review time, and as we mentioned, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, that's one of the biggest releases uh, that's come out so far this year, f- for sure, uh, highly anticipated. I know uh, Guardians of the Galaxy might be a little bit of a... Um, I-, I feel like it's got its fans that absolutely love it, and then there's other like MCU fans that just kind of like think of it as like maybe a little bit lesser, but I have always loved from the very first one. I know you have too, Michelle. Yeah, that's one Guardians of, of the Galaxy is just like, it, it's always been like a little bit of a breath of fresh air for me in the MCU. I, I love the characters. I, I, I love the humor of it, mm-hmm. the music. Uh, I've been a big fan since, since the first one. And uh, th- this third one did not disappoint. I, well, I can't say yet, but Michelle, give us a rundown. <laughs> uh, give it, give us the story on uh, Volume 3 here, and then we will uh, talk a little bit more and, and score it. Well, like you said, this franchise is one of my favorites. And um, so the third film is the longest of all of the three films. It clocks in in about two and a half hours. Um, Rocket is really the heart of the story of this movie. Um, we kind of learn about his backstory uh, it is emotional. Um, if you're an animal lover, there are some hard and tough scenes to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing this ahead of time, I kind of went in emotionally detaching myself from the film because I knew that would be difficult for me um, in some parts. But aside from the tear-jerking moments, I just found this to be um, fun. The humor, like you said, that's always there in all their movies. Uh, the action, the nonstop action sequences. Um, that Guardians banter that we love to see over the years. So good. Um, and it also has this uh, a sentimental vibe to it, too. Um, and I can't... We have to talk about the music because it's such a big feature in all the films. The soundtracks of all three films are awesome. Um, I know you said, like, uh, the... No Sleep for Brooklyn, the Beastie Boys yeah. was your favorite part. Oh, I, I, I loved that. that yeah. That, because we saw it in in the three D and in that whole scene with with the Beastie Boys song and if you've seen it like they're like walking through like kind of a hallway doing battle with with all the the enemies or whatever it's just like really well done like it's like the best three D segment of the movie but the music just was awesome in, in that I absolutely love that part I, I'm and, a big Beastie Boys fan and my favorite part was the dog days are over with uh. Florence and the Machine, uh, that part, that was my favorite. But also, I mean, you've got Flaming Lips, Bruce Springsteen, Alice Cooper, and more. Stellar soundtrack. You can find it now. It's available to stream. In the end, this movie delivered for me. Um, there are two post credit scenes, so make sure you stick around. Without saying too much, it does leave the story open. Um, James Gunn has been very vocal that said there will not be a fourth volume of the franchise, but it looks like the story could 
move forward in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, Star-Lord may return. Yep. And if you have not seen uh, the previous movies, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2 are available to stream now on Disney+, Plus, as long with some of those Avengers movies that they appeared in, and also the holiday special, which was just released last November. And, and there's a cool uh, little teaser in the uh, post-credits uh, that relates to uh, that ho- uh, that holiday special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little that, Easter egg in yeah, there. Yeah, so that I... I, I I'm usually terrible at spotting those types of things, but I, I saw that one uh, <laughs> on my own when when watching it. But uh, like you, like you said, um, James Gunn said that this is this is it for the Guardians of the Galaxy. But and it felt like that the entire the entire time watching it, you kind of almost felt like this was like in a way like a little bit fan service just for that specific franchise. Uh, but it, it it just like it did. It kind of like tugged on your heartstrings a little bit the entire time. It was really well written. The the special effects, as you would expect in in any kind of uh, big uh, big Marvel, all movie the feels were, were there. <laughs> but it, it was so funny, and I just I love the, those characters and and the dialogue. Uh, it, it was just it, 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 I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy has. Ever since the first one debuted, it was in, was immediately in my top tier of my favorite part of the MCU, uh, right there with like Iron Man, um, and right there with Iron Man and Spider Man. Really, I, I I consider that like the top tier of it, and I just absolutely loved it. It was a ten out of ten for me. I if I had to critique it in one little bit, it, it might be that it was it just did seem a little tad too long. I but. Uh, th- that's just you know overall length. It actually had really good pacing. There, there were yeah, there, there were no if... there were no parts that were like uh, felt like they were like dragging on or just thrown in for no reason. It's just maybe they had so much stuff that they wanted mm-hmm. to get you. Uh, and I just I, I I get a little antsy when I'm sitting in a theater for that long. That would be the the slightest critique. I think that if I rewatched it again at home where I could push pause, I would I would rewatch it over and over. It's a ten for ten. Yeah, I, I love it. it. It was so good, so funny. Um, it, it, like I said, it, it, you you could kind of just like it felt like this is it for them during it. But like, I really feel like I could totally enjoy like another another one or two of those uh, those Guardians movies in the future. But uh, be happy that we got what we got, and uh, that's it. This this movie is top tier. If you have not seen it, definitely go check it out. I would go watch it again. I just have to make sure that I'm fully hydrated and not tired or anything because, like I said, two and a half hours, <laughs> it's a long time to sit in a theater, especially when it's dark and you got those nice cozy seats. Um, if you... I guess that's it. No, I I don't know why I said if you. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you come back next week because we plan on being back next week. Uh, Thank you for, we apologize for being gone for a while, but uh, certain things get in the way and that's what happens. Uh, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. That's at MoreDisneyPlus. Stop by and visit our Facebook page. We would love to see you there. Until next week, we're going to get out of here, so we'll see you next time. Bye. See you later. Bye.